from the combined crew of blindandroidusers.com and accessibleandroid.com, it's time for your favorite Android podcast. Kick back now and enjoy another fine episode from these fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here's your crew. Hello and welcome to episode 143 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. I'm Ed Green and I'm joined today by my co-hosts Warren Carr, Austin Pinto, Doug Cameron, Fee Dunn and Sally Kunders. And we are coming to you on Saturday, the 2nd of September, 2023. It's another busy one for you this week. In our Android Basics section, we continue our look at Samsung. And Warren shows you how to set up a Samsung phone running uh, Samsung One UI. In our Spotlight section, uh, following the unboxing of the OnePlus 10T from last week, Warren reviews that phone. In our App of the Week section, Mike Bernard... Uh, shows us the nearby share app on Windows in conjunction with your Android phone. And we close with our tip of the week, where John Dyer shows you how to install Google Assistant on a Galaxy Watch. Well, how are we all doing this week? Sally, what's going on in Samsung's Fair City? Well, Ed, I cannot believe it's September because when I moved to Samsung, it was already May and it's September right now. Time really flies, flies so high. I'm so emotional today. And you've just sold your goalkeeper to Manchester United. Yeah, it's even even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how are you? I'm well, yeah, all all is well in London. Uh, first week back of work after a couple of weeks off. So uh, all, is, all is good. Thank you. Um, Dugaboo, what's going on in Alberta? A whole lot of nothing. It's, you know, for the end of August, beginning of September is pretty weird time right now. So it's not too, too bad, but, you know, pretty slow. Not on fire or anything, though. It's kind of uh, no, we're not. We're but now. BC, British Columbia, and Northwest Territories are still they're still flaming pretty bad. And we got a lot of smoke right now in the air from the Northwest Territories. So ah, yeah, not good. Uh, Warren, what's going on in Washington State? Doing well. Um, you know, we've been on a cool down, but something I want to mention is that actually last week, Ed, you said the date correctly, and today you made a mistake and said it the British way. What's up with you? (laughs) (laughs) I know which one was the mistake, and it's not this week. Last week, I'm like, there, my boy finally got around. (laughs) And this week, you went back into the hall. What's the deal? I think I think something has happened. Some weird 5G thing has implanted a chip in my head. Uh, but someone someone has done something to me and turned me North American last week. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're doing well. And um, you know, my heat came on this morning for some reason because you know it's in eco mode and it was cold enough outside. I think. So it came on. I'm like, oh, no, turn it off, you know. <laughs> so, but today, actually, we're warming up today. I think we're going to be like uh, 80 degrees or 84 degrees. I don't know. But from, you know, like 60, whatever, 62 degrees the other day, it's just kind of up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Austin, how's it going in Mumbai? Things are going on very good. 
and it's the biggest rivalry of all india versus pakistan so that match was like a seesaw so we were 60 for 4 and then we recovered very nicely and the end also was very down it was going down and now the rain has spoiled everything so i think we may have a reduced target and reduced overs i hope the match does not get cancelled and the world cup not but far who, away, who is, is winning uh asin kasa no uh, right now the... we cannot say anything because india have finished their batting <laughs> and pakistan has not even started batting well so by I, tomorrow you I should know i was saying that I, i was rooting for pakistan i want them to whoop you this time so let's see what happens <laughs> <laughs> and iphona are you here how are you i am here yes i disappeared momentarily because somebody ding my doorbell then just decided to put the amazon delivery through the letterbox and so they needn't have disturbed me anyway silly people um yeah london is uh, london's good as you said ed it's a nice day it's really sunny and lovely today um really beautiful so i'm quite glad about that because we had a hell of a thunderstorm last saturday and after that it seemed like summer had gone and now we were in autumn but it seems to have come back for a little while and that makes me happy so yeah, that's uh, that's very good first half of september is normally good anything exciting from amazon um yeah but it's for my iphone so i better not talk about it if there was such a device for it for an android phone i'd buy it straight away but it doesn't exist unfortunately which is probably does but it does what, and i bet it's, it's uh, about it, my dear it's a, a sennheiser smart headset where there are microphones on the headphones so you can record stereo the way you would hear it and i've never heard of such a thing for an and it doesn't it just well the the adapt you know the lightning thing is the wrong because it goes into the lightning i've tried an adapter and it didn't work why would you get that when um even fruitvale is switching to a usb-c you should have gotten a usb-c instead of a stupid lightning thing you can't get one at the moment it doesn't exist but then then, you know what there must be an android headset that does that Yeah, there have to. Yeah, they have lots well, of Well, one of you can find it and tell me and I'll, I'll get one and I'll do a demo for you all. All right, we forgive um, you if you're Sony. You know, you're naughty, but we forgive you cuz you're still yeah. a pretty one anyhow. Well, you see my cuz the Android phone has lovely stereo mics, but you have to walk around with a phone in your hand. And you see the reason I like this is you you don't you can put your phone in your pocket and still record stereo. Yeah, I'm pretty so, sure that there must be there must be a, a connectable headset that will record stereo on Android. Yeah, I know, really absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I had I had one from Razer that could do that. But anyway, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe our listeners can tell us if there's one. If I remember correctly, it's a, there's actually a Sony headset that does it. It's one of their four or five hundred dollar headsets, but I'm pretty sure it does that. Oh, and if it's that much, I'm not going to buy it, and someone can buy it for me. I'm not yeah, going to spend John that much ha- money on that. John has the Corsair uh, headset, but it's like one fifty or whatever. It does that. Mm. That's what he uses on the uh, uh, podcast every week. It does uh, stereo recording. I'll have to ask him then. Yeah, I had one already of these but I broke it because I used it so much the connector went a bit wrong so I bought a new one today. Yeah. Well. yeah.
this is the announcement segment of Blind Android Users Podcast. Stay tuned to hear important information regarding the podcast, surveys, and the latest news. So do we have any announcements this week? I think you might do, Sally. What do we have? Okay, for this week, I'm taking over Austin. Uh, I'm not sure who is going to be in India or Pakistan, but we are delighted to announce that version 7 of Accessible Android has been released. This is the biggest release that we were working for a real long time. We focused on speed and overall performance, so we work four times faster, and we will give you four times faster uh, performance on your phone, whatever what, what phone you're using, basically if you're running under 13. And if you want to say anything, just simply shout out to us info at accessibleandroid.com and we'll be replying to you shortly. Thank you. Nice. And it, and it, and it's a great app. And uh, there is obviously the website uh, that you'd have divined from that email address. So uh, people have said to us, uh, why is, or people have said to Sally, what, why is that an app when people might not know how to use Android? Well, obviously it wasn't to start with. It was and still is a website. So uh, it's great uh, for the written resources. You know, not everyone can, can do a podcast. This podcast does not lend itself to uh, 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 transcription. So uh, Accessible Android is the, is, is the partnership, the other side of that. The, and I can, the, yeah. I can totally tell you that, I mean, not everyone can listen to the podcast because of the uh, data limitations in the places where they live. So this source is really good for those who can who can just go and read the things using their Android phones with really low bandwidth. This is Android Basics, in which we bring you up to date on the things that you should know to use your Android phone. Now we turn to our Android Basics section, and it's picking up something we talked about a couple of weeks ago, which was starting to have a look at Samsung, where we looked at the history of Samsung and what they did. And now we're getting into Samsung One UI. And Warren brings us a demo of how to set up a Samsung phone. Let's go ahead and start by looking at the first screen that you come to where you enable accessibility. And then if you're running anything that is less than One UI 5.x, that is based on Android 13, if anything lower than that, even including the Galaxy S22, which came out of the factory with the One UI 4.x, you're not going to be able to hear your passwords without tapping on accessibility and going to enable the ability to hear your passwords. So that's something to keep in mind if you're running anything that is running something other than One UI 5.x. I am showing you this. We are on the screen now. I have reset my Galaxy S21. And of course, this one is going to be able to let me hear the passwords spoken because I had updated to the One UI 5.x. I am now on the setup screen. And what I will do now is to see if the trusted method of holding down two fingers on the screen to enable accessibility works or not, or if I needed to do the up and down volumes or the power and the up volume to enable accessibility. Let me now go ahead and put down my two fingers on the face of the phone. 
To turn on accessibility mode, continue holding the screen with two fingers until you hear a beep. Talk back on. Welcome to Talkback. Welcome to Talkback. Page 105, Talkback is a screen reader intended for situations or people who have difficulty seeing the screen. It gives you spoken feedback so that you can use your device without looking at the screen. You can turn Talkback on or off by holding both volume keys for several seconds. When Talkback is on, the focused item on the screen is spoken out loud. Swiping right will move to the next item and swiping left will move to the previous item. Swipe right now. Okay, so you heard what it says. I'm going to tap on the close. Close button. Close tutorial. You can come back to it anytime in Talkback settings. So in other words, all I'm doing is closing the Talkback tutorial. Close button. Allow Talkback to make and manage phone calls. Allow button. Double tap to so activate. So the first thing we heard is whether or not we'll allow Talkback to... Uh, manage phone calls. In other words, if there's a phone call coming in, it'll let you know that there's a phone call coming in. And it's totally up to you. I most of the time have mine set to don't allow. Now for this tutorial, however, we're just going to say allow. Samsung Setup Wizard. Welcome. All right. So here we are. And so if you were on some other uh, Samsung phone that has anything less than one UI, 5.x at this point you want to find the accessibility and tap on it and now i'm going to tap on accessibility which is found near the bottom accessibility accessibility talk back double tap to tapping activate. on accessibility we heard talk back so talk back is highlighted now if you have some visual uh, capabilities and you want to customize how you see things on the screen, then you can look below here because we've got visibility enhancements heading. And below that we've got not selected default button one of three and list three items. There's default and Double to the right to of that. Not selected. High contrast button two of three. There's the high Double contrast. Double tap to activate. And then the last item there. Not selected. Large display button three of three. You could Double choose tap to large activate. display. Now moving on, we got color inversion out of list. Got color Double in tap inversion. Double tap to off color inversion. High contrast keyboard. You could Double change that as well. Off high contrast screen zoom. Font size. Magnification. More visibility enhancements. And you could continue and choose activate. those if you have some visibility needs. Now, the one though that I want to focus on here is the uh, ability to hear passwords because by default if you have a device that is running under 13 or higher something has made it possible to where you don't need to go into talkback and turn on accessibility or the ability to speak to speak passwords but if you are running something lower than that you need to tap on talkback to go enable that so i'll tap on talkback and show you what screen i'm talking off. about i'm going to turn back on my screen screen on and accessibility. Let's tap on talkback. 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 Navigate up button. Double tap we to activate. In Double talk tap back and hold now. to long press. And what I'm going to do is to tap on the settings of talkback. If you're a swiper, you can just swipe till you hear settings, for example. Talkback. And you swipe. Talkback on switch. Talkback shortcut. Hold volume up and down keys. Press side and volume up keys, two of four, enlist four items. Double tap to activate. 
So in other words, what you are being told here is that besides that holding down of the two fingers that we did earlier, if you had wanted to, you could have just held down the uh, up volume and the power button to enable accessibility. Now, let's move on to settings. On, talkback shortcut, switch, settings, three of four. Double tap to activate. Now, here's settings, and this is where we tap on to go change the ability to speak passwords if you're running anything lower than 1UI 5.x. Talkback settings. Navigate out button out of list. And Double here, tap to activate. we need Double to go down to, to the bottom and tap on advanced. It could be that... Uh, lower versions of Android or rather lower versions of TalkBack may have the ability right in here to speak passwords, but you need to go tap on advanced at the bottom. Advanced settings, 14 of 14. Advanced settings. Navigate out button, out of list. And here Double in the advanced, we Double got the following. In. Speak passwords. Passwords always spoken on. Switch 2 of 11 and list 11 items. So here by Double default, that would have been off. So that's the one thing you need to pay attention to. Of course, if you don't want that, you could always use a headset. But by default, you need to make sure you turn that on if you're running anything lower than One UI 5.x. Now let's go back. Developer settings, 11 of a back button. Talk back setting, back button, talk back. How to use talk back button, double tap to activate. We're back here to this screen, and I'm going to go in here. Talk back settings. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. Double tap to activate. Double tap and hold to long press. I'm going to turn that usage hints so that we're not uh, being too verbose here. Verbosity. Three of four. Verbosity. Speak usage hints after describing content. Suggest how to use on switch three of 16. Double tap to activate. So if that bothers you, you turn it off like I'm going to do right now. Off. And let's go back. Yes. Back button. Talk back settings. Back button. Talk back. How to back button. Back again. Back. Accessibility. And Talk. back again. Back button. When Samsung setup wizard. Accessibility. So we're back on the main setup screen. Now we need to tap on the... Uh, Start button. Now, if you want to choose a different language, right above that start button is the language selector. English. By default, mine is set to English. And so if I tap here, for example. Selected radio button, English in list. Select language. We got a lot of. Not selected radio button, Espanol. Not selected radio button, Francais. Not selected radio button, Italiano. So you can go through these and choose your language. There's a bunch of them here. I'm going to hit the back button again. Back button. Samsung Setup Wizard. English. And below that is that start button. Start button. Let's hit start and get going. Insert a SIM card to connect to a mobile network. For your review, I agree to the Samsung terms and conditions, including the arbitration terms and the dispute resolution agreement. So here we got some agreements and also it's also talking about uh, the SIM card and all of that. And so now under for your review, 
we got to accept some agreements here. We got checkboxes. I agree to the Samsung terms and conditions, including the arbitration terms and the dispute resolution agreement. So you could check that if you agree. This includes your agreement that Samsung may update your phone software automatically from time to time to ensure the safety, security, and functionality of your phone. Okay, so I I'm, I'm going to check that terms one. terms and conditions. Checked. Next, we come across. I agree to the Samsung privacy policy. So in other words, you could check this, and if you want to read the details of it, below that, it will say details. Details. But now, though, let's tap on. I agree to the Samsung I agree. privacy. Checked. And then next, we got. I agree to the sending of diagnostic data to Samsung. Optional. So this one is optional. You don't need to check it. And I'm going to leave it as. And then below that, we got. Details. Agree to all. Optional. There's a agree to all. Optional. And now I'm just going to tap on agree at the bottom, right? Agree. Button. Wi-Fi. Choose a Wi-Fi network. Heading. Here we are now talking about choosing a Wi-Fi network, and I'm going to show you that the passwords are spoken. The mesh, one of 11. Yes, the mesh. Enter password. The mesh. And I'm going to show you a few of my passwords. Shift off. Symbols. Expression. Apostrophe. Pound. At. You hear that? Dash. Space bar. A quote. Apostrophe. Quote. Colon. Semicolon. Comma. Left parent Now, if you did not enable that, uh, the speaking of passwords, all you'd be hearing is bullet, bullet, bullet. So I'm going to put in my Wi-Fi password, and then we'll continue. Connect 404, enlist four items, window the mesh. I just typed in my password, and now connect. Keyboard hidden. Samsung setup wizard. In progress, progress bar, out of list. Getting your phone ready. This may take a few minutes. Service, hey Google, model update. Updating voice model to better recognize when you say hey Google. Now, while we're waiting, there's something I want to mention here in passing. That is, if you're not Just sure as moments. to whether or not your language Copy is supported, it's always important to not put in a SIM card because if you put in a SIM card and your language is not supported, then you may wind up not hearing any TTS output. Just go ahead and set it without the SIM card in there and, and just set it up using Wi-Fi. Now, let's proceed from here. You can choose to transfer your apps, photos, contacts, Google account, and more. All right, I'm going to tap on next. Next button. Use your old device. You need your old Android, iPhone registered sign, or iPad registered sign device. Now, you could do that, you know, using uh, the cable and uh, newer Samsung device. You could even use like a Wi-Fi and all of that. Now, if you don't want to do that, you could uh, skip that and say, hey, I'm just going to sign in and bring my account info from the cloud. Can't use old device. So Button. in this case, I'm going to tap, I can use old device. Checking info. Account setup. And by the way, this is using the Samsung TTS as a default. Sign in with your Google account. Learn more. Sign in.
All right. Sign in with your so Google I'm going to sign in with Learn my Google account. With your Google account. Edit box, email. Edit box, email or phone. English, US, Cordy shown. And Expand I'm going to put in my username and password. So from on here, you're just following the uh, setup prompts and all of that and go ahead and finish that. I'm not going to bore you with all of that, but I'm just going to uh, finish setting it up. And then we'll look at the launcher. Samsung Setup Wizard. You're all set up. Finish button. There we go. I'm all set up. I'm going to tap on finish at the bottom. Finish button. Device unlocked. Home. Got an Azim mobile plan. Tap here to add your Azim to your phone. Wi-Fi is required. Weather. Double tap and drag to move in pager. Sensing's about to start. Your apps will sync and be backed up so they stay up to date on all your Samsung devices. Now, what I want to mention here in passing, however, is that unlike Google or Pixel phones, whereupon when you are done setting up the device and you are on the home screen, you'll immediately see those customizations that you had that you imported or restored it is not quite the same with Samsung. It has to finish importing it from your Galaxy settings or Galaxy store. Screen off. So right now, my screen is not looking like what I had prior to resetting the device, but it will be there. So if you come here and you're seeing something else, just be patient with it. So here I am on my home screen. Of course, it's setting up my uh, apps and all of that. But I do want to mention here in passing that at the bottom, of course, you're going to find your dock. And just above that dock, uh, you'll find where it talks about pages. So if you have several pages on your home screen, you'll find something that says page one of X. And you can move your finger and tap on uh, the second page or the third page. Uh, now, that could be a little bit tricky because they're very close to each other. But, you know, I just suggested simply swiping from right to left with two fingers to move uh, to the next page. But here's what I'm talking about. Uh, right now, though, it's not going to show us many pages because it hasn't finished restoring my stuff yet. But right here above the dark area is where you'll find that. And in this case, though, it's just going to say page one of one. Page one of one, default page. And there we heard page one of one, default page. And we'll talk about how to change pages. Like I said, you just swipe right or left to move to the next uh, page and then swipe from left to right to move to the previous page. If you don't want to find that little strip there between uh, your icons and the dock to find which page to tap on to move on to. I'll now hand this back to the podcast crew. And Warren, was that your S21 that you were doing that on, I'm assuming? I did. And uh, of course, that was with um, with the uh, One UI 5.x. Now, if it was One UI 4.x that it came out of the factory with, of course, the passwords and all of that would not have been spoken. I would have had to go in the way I was showing to enable that from the accessibility or the talkback settings so, or uh, whatever, voice assistant, if you're on an older uh, device. So 
it's Samsung for some reason. Samsung never follows whatever Google tells us. Samsung, Samsung does the other thing because they're the big boys in the room and they can afford to do whatever they please. And so, um, as of Oreo, you know, everybody's uh, setup would be to speak the password right away, but only Samsung said, nah, we're not going to do it that way until that 5.x when they finally uh, came around. So if you got an older device or if you got an uh, got a phone that uh, maybe is uh, like a 4.x, one UI 4x, you'll have to follow that procedure I was talking about. You know, I remember setting up my S21 FE. It came with 4.1, and it was the case. I could never enter my password. That was a real trouble. I'm glad now it's fixed. If you, if you have an S21 running, uh, sorry, S21 FE running 4.x, and then it gets an update running 5.x, and you system reset it, what will it be running when it comes back up? Will it will it reset to its four to x state or will it, it reset to its five to x state? It will five. reset to five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. five. Yeah, I That's tested it. Approved. <laughs> <laughs> it will be five dot x. But even if you set up, for example, like the Galaxy S twenty two, out of the factory, it's going to come with four dot x, and so you're not going to hear the password spoken. And a headset will fix it, won't it? So if it is not speaking your password, attaching a headset will fix that, won't it? Absolutely. Even if you haven't hit, yeah. Even if you haven't hit the accessibility button, plugging yeah. in a headset will exactly. Just like it used to be in the olden days, you had to have a uh, headset in order to get that process going through. Yeah. We'll get on to some of the Samsung advantages, but while while we're talking about, I guess, setup and related things, I do like the fact you have two. Accessibility hardware shortcuts. Yeah, Samsung excels in that department. I just love that we're now in a time where, like when I was setting up my phone, I just had to put two fingers on it to to make it. Because I remember the days when TalkBack wasn't even on your phone, you know. You had to get someone to help you install it and all that nonsense. Yeah. So I'm so glad. I mean, I guess it's the same for Google phones as well. But um, and, I and in like those that. days, you were putting two fingers up at it, weren't you? Rather than pretty much, it. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you can still use a two finger hold down, but like I, I showed on the OnePlus, it doesn't work on the OnePlus. So some phones don't use that, but it's a legacy mode, and I don't want to see that go away. Hmm. I mean the the volume the volume up and down is probably preferred, isn't it? It, it uh, even even though the other one is helpful, it, it, it's the one you know should work. Oh yeah. yeah, if the two finger thing hadn't worked, I'd have known that I could yeah. do that. Sorry, oh, sorry. I I quite like the Samsung um, TTS as well. The voice, I I quite like. It. I, I don't use I, I don't use it as I don't use it all the time, but I I think it's a little bit more listenable than the Google one sometimes. I like the UK mail voice on Samsung TTS. Oh, I haven't heard that one. I've heard you the should like, female. You should, you should hear that. I mean, it's real good. I like the female one. I mean, it's not a voice I use all the time. I actually use vocalizer voices, which I know some of you don't like, but um, I... But they will disappear. Will they? 
I think so too. Well, there's not been any updates, you know, in the way of updates from Vocalizer or I mean the Code Factory guys. So I don't know. I, I've kind of lost, you know, I, I lost faith in those guys. I, says, I don't use it anymore. You need to update your app to compatible with Android 13. So they didn't. They will be going away very soon. Oh yeah, that's if they haven't done that. Yeah, that that would be annoying. Oh, they only have to tweak that little thing though. In the th there's an article about how to do that, isn't there? That's um, Bible Gateway. Had they they don't even do that, Ed. You know. No, but right, just need to send them the link, and they'll probably. A cappella TTS did that, but no vocalizer. Yeah. Well, I have a, I have an a cappella voice as well, so if I get really stuck, I can use that. Um, but I don't mind that I've got the Samsung voice on my watch, and I don't I don't mind that. This is the Spotlight segment. Stay tuned for premium interviews, device unboxing, and more. And now we turn to our Spotlight section, and Warren reviews the phone he unboxed last week, and that's the OnePlus 10T. Hi, Warren Carr here for Blind Android Users Podcast. This is reviewing the OnePlus 10T phone. During the unboxing of this phone, I had indicated that this was the very first for Blind Android Users podcast. And in the same manner, this is the first time we will be reviewing a OnePlus device. So, for this review, I shall be looking at the following. 1. The setup screen. That is, we'll see what the setup screen looks like. And we'll go through that to where I input my username and password. 2. We'll look at the optional stuff that OnePlus brings us. Three, we'll look at the home screen and whether or not it supports the actions and all of that that is after restoring my apps. Four, we'll take a look at the system settings and see what is different from the stock Android. Five, we'll look at the camera. Six, We'll do an audio check that is looking at the microphone quality and we'll use the HiQ MP3 recorder for this testing purpose. 7. We'll look at what happens after I update this to Android 13.0. And 8. It's the conclusion talking about what I like and what I don't like. In my unboxing of the device, I had indicated that the battery came DOA. So I had recharged it, and now we'll turn it on, and we'll look at the setup screen and proceed from there. I'll now hold down the power key and get started. I felt a little vibration, and I'm waiting for it to come on. I am still waiting. I can see that I am now on the setup screen. Of course, unlike the Pixel phone where you feel that pulsating feel, this is not the case here. I would like to try the two methods of enabling accessibility. First, I'll put down my two fingers on the screen, and if I hear it say, keep holding your fingers to enable accessibility, then I'll let go. And then, I will then hold the two volume keys down to enable the accessibility. I just wanted to make sure that it supports both. So now I'll put my two fingers down on the face of the screen. 
I am still holding. And this indicates that it does not support the two-finger hold down, the legacy method. I will now let go and hold down the two volume keys instead. Here we go. I failed the vibration. Press and hold both volume keys for three seconds to use TalkBack. All right, let's do it. TalkBack on. Held volume keys. TalkBack turned on. Welcome to TalkBack. Welcome to TalkBack, page one of five. TalkBack is a screen reader intent. There we are, and it does have proximity sensor because I just waved my hand over the proximity area near the top and it silenced TalkBack. Now I'm going to tap on the close button at the bottom. Close button. Close tutorial. You can come back to it anytime in TalkBack settings. And indeed, I do want to close. Close button. Setup wizard. Hello. And here we are on the setup wizard, which is basically typical of every Android phone. And here you, you have English, things States. like the language selector. Tap you tap there to select your language. Below that, you have start the button. start button. Double and then below activate. that, on the bottom right, vision settings. you've got Double that vision settings. I will tap on that start button. Start button. Setup wizard. Home plus. Terms and conditions. So the first thing we heard is the OnePlus terms and conditions, uh, a little bit different than other devices that I've come across. And of course, like I said, this is our very first OnePlus device review. And so things are rather new here. Let's take a look, though, at what the terms and conditions or some of the conditions about the terms and conditions. Before starting, please read the terms and conditions carefully. Terms of service are the legal agreements between a service provider and a person who wants to use that service. Okay. Before starting, end user license agreement. And I'm, I'm just going to go to the bottom and tap on the agree. Agree button. Privacy policy and agreement. I agree to the terms of the privacy policy and end user license agreement. Okay. Privacy policy and agreement. Double tap, I keep tap moving. disagree button. It's a disagree tap, to the tap, left. Agree button. Agree to the Double right tap, there. Activate. Connect to mobile network. If you have a SIM card, insert it now. Now we hear it talking about a SIM card and asking if we do have a SIM card to insert it. However, I'm going to see if it supports eSIM, something that I use. I haven't been using a regular physical SIM card since 2018, and I'm not interested in phones that don't support that. So let's see what we got. If you have a SIM card, skip button. We got Double the skip. And I don't see anything to say, hey, Double you know, download activate. an eSIM. So this tells me that the OnePlus 10T does not support eSIM. I'm going to tap on the skip since I do not have a physical SIM card. Skip button window. Connect to Wi-Fi. Connect to Wi-Fi. Select a network in list. And now I'm going to just tap on my Wi-Fi name and get going. Connect to Wi-Fi. The mesh. Wi-Fi signal. There we go. The mesh is my Wi-Fi. Showing password keyboard. Wireless. And C. Out of list. Sure. Of course, one. the uh, typical of most recent Android phones, you can hear your uh, password as you type. So I'm going to pause this recording and enter my information, then come back. 
And now let's double check to make sure that I'm connected. The mesh connected, Wi-Fi signal full, secure network. And now I'm going to tap on the next button, usually at the bottom right. Back button, out of list. Now putting my finger at the bottom right, instead I heard back. Let's check on the bottom left. Set up offline button, window. So on the bottom left, we hear set up offline. So this is a little bit different. So I need to hit the back. Hope it doesn't take me out of um, the setup process. Connect to mobile network. If you have a SIM card, insert it now. Hmm, we're back to the SIM card. Skip button. And I'm going to skip again, see what happens. Connecting. This may take a few minutes. Checking for updates. This may take a few minutes. Installing updates. This is rather interesting. So I had to go back to the previous screen where it talks about the SIM card and then tapping on the uh, skip the SIM card and then it takes me to where I was supposed to go. So it's a little bit different when it comes to the OnePlus, uh, something odd. I've never seen that before. Anyway, so here we are on this screen. You can choose to transfer your apps, photos, contacts, Google account, and more. So I'm going to try to get it to connect to my account or rather bring apps from my account. We'll check what we have at the bottom right. Next button. Tab on next. Use your old device. Next button. Double tap to activate. Can't use old device button. I'm going to tap on can't use old device because I don't want to hook up any phones right now. I'm going to bring it from the cloud instead. Restore data without old device. And okay. Okay. Everything is similar here. Account setup. Checking info. Heading. Sign in. Sign in with your Google account. Learn so more. now I'm going to put in all of my information. I'm going to pause this so you're not bored by that process. I'm going to put all of my information in. And once I'm connected, I'll be right back. I just finished putting in all of my information and I've gone through the biometrics and all of that. That is the pin, the face unlock, and the fingerprint. I do want to mention here in passing that both the face unlock and the fingerprint were easy to set up just as much as the pin was. However, I do want to say though that the fingerprint is not as verbose as what you have when using, say, a Pixel phone or a Samsung phone where it tells you to move to either the right or the left or down to find the uh, fingerprint reader. It's not the same here on OnePlus. It's not that verbose. So all I had to do was simply keep putting my finger, feel the vibration, lift, put it down, feel the vibration, and it didn't ask me to add another one once it got enrolling the finger. Now, let's move on to number two. And this time we're talking about the optional stuff that comes from OnePlus. Setup Wizard, Co-Creation Labs. And I believe this is now coming from OnePlus. So let's read this context to see what it's all about. Co-Creation Labs. Co-Creation Labs. Let's read the context. New continuous reading controls. Oh, okay. Okay. Participate in the OnePlus Co-Creation Labs to get the latest information and enhanced system experience. By joining, you agree to the terms and conditions. 
This feature can be disabled under settings greater than privacy greater than experience improvement programs. User experience program, join the user experience program to create the finest product design and user experience. OnePlus will not use your information for personal identity recognition. You may choose to opt out of the program at any time. Service messaging, enable OnePlus service messaging to enjoy better cloud services by ensured data synchronization every second. You may disable at any time under settings greater than settings greater than privacy greater than experience improvement programs greater than built-in app updates. Built-in apps, OnePlus will ensure you receive timely updates for all the built-in apps in your device, e.g., phone, contacts, settings, etc. Built-in apps will receive push app updates via no prove app stability. You can disable at any time under settings greater than privacy greater than experience improvement programs greater than built-in app updates. Push notifications for two-way communication, OnePlus may send surveys and product updates via push notifications. System Stability Program, join the System Stability Program so OnePlus can continue to improve our products. Skip, button, agree, button, double tap to activate. So there we go. Now, there are several things here that I wouldn't necessarily uh, want to participate in. In other words, I would simply want to participate in things like the system updates and all of that, but all of that push notifications and messaging and all of that, whatever. I don't think I want to be part of that. So I'm going to see if these things are checkable, things that one can check, or things that, you know, one has to agree to everything in one soup. Uh, I don't want to do that. Let's see. User experience program. Join the user experience program to create the I'm finest gonna tap product and see. design. Set up wizard. Navigate up. I tap there Double and tap to it opens up a window. Join the user experience program to create the finest product design and user experience. OnePlus will not okay, use your back button window nav bar. Okay, I I don't see anything at the bottom here. Instead, it's just a back. Set up wizard. User experience program. Join the user experience program to create the finest service messaging. Enable OnePlus service messaging. Set up wizard. So Navigate when up. I tap on each of those, it just explains what it is. And Allow my expectation was that I should be seeing a checkbox to agree to some of these or not to agree to some of these. This is rather odd. Uh, OnePlus, frankly, I don't like the experience that I'm seeing here because I need to be able to choose what I want and what I do not want. So at this point, I just have to tap on the agree or the next at the bottom. Um, I have no way as to whether or not I am automatically entered into these things because there's no checkboxes. Agree button. Uh, this is hard. and display size. Navigate up button. All right, Double so here we down. are. Do you know the difference between font size and display size? Yeah, I believe I do. Font size only <laughs> controls the size of the screen font. Display size controls the size of the font as well as other screen elements like images. I do. Sounds great. How does it work? 
<laughs> okay. Simply drag the sliders to adjust the font or display. So all these are visual stuff. I'm just going to go to the bottom and continue. Apply button. All right. Double tap. To applying three period. Setup wizard. Setup wizard. Navigation style. Portrait. Setup wizard. Navigation style. So navigation style here, I think this has to do with system navigation, native navigation, whether you want the uh, buttons, you know, nav buttons and or just your navigations. I believe that's what this is. Let's find the context. Navigation style. Select your preferred navigation style. Uh-huh. Selected radio button. Double tap to activate. You don't tell me what that radio button is. Not selected radio button. Double tap Interesting. To activate. Those things are not labeled. Navigation gestures. Okay, so we got below navigation gestures. Back, home, recents. Okay. Learn gestures button. Next button. I'm just going to tap the second radio button. They're arranged side by side. And I believe the second not one selected. here. Radio button. That is not talking as to whether it's whatever. Um, that should be the navigation gestures. Selected. Setup wizard. Navigation style. Okay. Next button. I'm going to go next and see what happens. Setup wizard. Setup complete. I'm now being told that setup is complete. Your own plus is now ready. All right. I'm going to tap at the bottom. Start button. Start. Device unlocked. System launcher. Unlabeled. You're this pinching hand close to being done. Finish setting up your phone with Google in a minute. Page one of two, unlabeled. Labels available, use tap with three fingers to view. Labels available, use tap with three fingers to view. Already we're hearing something unlabeled. Number three, we are now on the home screen. And I do want to mention here in passing that this comes with Android 12.2 because running out of the box, it's running Android 12. Therefore, actions are not supported. However, we'll see that the actions are supported later on after upgrading to Android 13. So all of my apps were brought from the restoration and I had a total of like 16 or 18 home screens. So I'm not going to bore you with this and we'll move on to number four. Number four, let's look at the system settings. So let's go open up the uh, system settings. Open settings, button, settings, settings. Double so tap here I am in the system settings. Let's go ahead though and take a look at the things that we come across here within the settings. Settings, search, search. So we've got the search. Login with OwnPlus account. Login and link device in my devices to get special red cable club perks in list. Well, I'll be next. Wi-Fi, the mesh, mobile network, Bluetooth, off, All right. connection and sharing, connection double tap and sharing. personalizations, next, home screen and lock screen, next, display and brightness, All right. sound and vibration, Sound and Double vibration. Tap tap. Notifications and status bar. Next. Password and security. Next. Privacy. Privacy. Du safety and emergency. Safety and emergency. Battery. Battery. Double apps. We've got Double apps. Tap. Location. Location. Double special features. Special Double features. We're going to come back and look at what these special features are. 
Digital well-being and parental controls. System settings. All right. About device. Users and accounts. All right. Google. Tips and support. Tips and support. Enlist. Window settings. And I think Double that's the last item there. Tips and support. Indeed, that's the last one. So let's go back though and Google. look at the special Double features. <clears throat> Double tap tack. Special features. Here's the special Double. features. Special features. And putting my finger near the top, we've got quick launch, access frequently used functions while unlocking your device. Uh -huh. Double tap That's tap, nice. split screen, display two apps on the screen for easier multitasking, home plus shelf, add widgets and get info on weather, steps taken, and more. Okay. Work-life balance, new, strike the balance between your personal and professional life. Okay. Scout, unlock a smarter search for in-depth results across apps. Interesting. Gestures and motions. Then we Double got gestures activate. and motion. Screenshot. Screen recording. Double tap to activate. There's screen recording and move down. Home button. That's the last item there. Gestures and motions. Permission request. Allow gestures and motions to access your contacts out of list. Tap allow. Allow gestures and motions to make and manage phone calls. Allow button. Yeah, I guess. Gestures and motions. Navigate up. Button. All right, so let's Double see what we got. Screen off gestures. Use specified gestures on the screen for quick access when the screen is off. Enlist. So you could turn this Double on and do gestures for either playing music. That's what that would entail. Swipe down with three fingers to take screenshot. Take a screenshot. Checked. On. Switch. So if you are using TalkBack, probably you want to turn this off, most especially if you happen to be one of those that would rather use the three-finger gestures for changing the granularity. Next. Touch and hold with three fingers to take screenshot. Take a partial or scrolling screenshot. Checked. On. Switch. Okay. Air gestures. Control your phone with hand gestures without touching the screen. All right. Motions. Heading. Raise to wake. Off. Switch. I don't want that. Lift to ear to answer calls. Off. Switch. So you can lift Double it up to your to ear to answer the call. If you like that, you turn it on. Auto switch to receiver. Automatically switch to the receiver when you lift your phone to your ear. Off. Switch. Okay. Double I'm thinking that would be the speaker mode or uh, whatever. Flip to mute incoming calls. Off. Switch. Enlist. Home, and button, that's out of the last list, one. So I'm going to go back. Um, overview, button, back, button. And it has double the overview on the left, just like what Samsung does. Special and feature. so they call theirs overview instead of recents. So that's something to keep in mind. Number five, the camera. And now let's tap on the camera here, and it's the second button from the right at the bottom of the screen. Camera. Statement of use. Camera is an app that lets you take stunning photos and videos. For permissions right. that will be used by camera, refer to the privacy notice. Dot. Links available. Use tap with three. I'm going to agree and continue. Tap and agree at the bottom. Camera requires the following permissions. Location info. To add location information to photos or videos, enlist. Okay. Allow. Button. 
Permission request. Allow camera to access this device's location. Allow camera to access this device while using, while the, using app. the app. There we go. Camera. Flash off. Button. All right. Now let's see Double if it tells me if it sees any faces in the uh, view of the camera. Turning it on my face and I don't hear anything. So definitely this is one of those things that you may want to use a third party camera app like the open camera for example number six audio check in my review of testing the audio of the oneplus 10t on both audio playback as well as audio recording i find it to be satisfactory for example the audio sounds nice and crisp it does not, however, have the boomy sound that we have come to know on Pixel phones. When it comes to audio recording, however, using my HiQ MP3 recorder, I realize that it sounds really good and a whole lot better than the Nothing Phone. The Nothing Phone 2 does not come anywhere close to the sound that the OnePlus 10T recorded. So when it comes to audio, and recording, you are good with the OnePlus 10T. Number seven, software update. Upon updating the OnePlus 10T to Android 13, I realized that the behavior of the phone is absolutely different from what it was like when I took it out of the box running Android 12. No longer were those checkboxes not being read, but they were actually being read and heard clearly, so one could choose what they want to opt into, especially there on that screen of the setup with the optional stuff from OnePlus. Also, I realized that when I updated to TalkBack 14, the actions were there. So the home screen of the OnePlus supports actions. The one thing, though, I do want to mention here in passing that kind of irks me is the fact that you don't find a single space in between the items that you find like you would find on a pixel where you could easily find a home so you could just use the actions there to go customize the home layout and all of that you don't find that and you have to go to a blank screen and even when you go to a blank screen it doesn't say home when you're touching an empty spot so that will be a problem if you want to customize your home screen right there by simply using the talkback gestures. Another thing that I found using the OnePlus that really disturbs me is the fact that the gesture navigation to go back home, you have to swipe several times and it just doesn't work most of the time at all. And I had to revert to using a talkback gesture to go home something i have never done i've always used native gestures but for this one i had to because i hated having to swipe up with two fingers several times just to go home for some reason going back it works most of the time but never the going home so that's the one thing to keep in mind number eight conclusion in my conclusion about the OnePlus, all I can say is that it is a good device, that is the OnePlus 10T. Now, however, if you're not liking 
the color OS because basically that's what it is. It's color OS. And so things can be a little bit different, most especially that navigation, native navigation, system navigation to go back home is not behaving the way that it ought to. And so if you don't like that, you're probably not going to like the OnePlus uh, operating system. Secondly, I also want to mention here in passing that while it is a great device, an absolutely beautiful device, that I would love to have it, for some reason, it did not support my Google Fi Wireless. I could not make nor receive calls. And while setting it up, it simply said some of the features are not going to be working with the device and I may not be able to make calls. And sure enough, I was unable to make calls. Another thing is that it did not have eSIM support. So if you're like me and you like using eSIM cards or SIM cards that are not physical SIM cards, this is no go for you. There's not a single OnePlus device that has eSIM support. Now, I'm not sure if the recent one, the OnePlus 11 or the upcoming OnePlus 12 will have it. But I know for certainty that there has never been a OnePlus device that supports eSIM. So those are the issues you need to think about if you're going to be going down the route of the OnePlus. Make sure that your network is going to be supported. I found an old Google Wireless 5 physical SIM card that's there in my drawer. And that's what I used it with. And it just did not work. I had to at last send the OnePlus back because even though I love the phone and would love to keep it as part of my museum, I could not in good faith keep it since it will not come in handy when I need it as a backup. Now, another thing to mention here in passing is the fact that if you turn off the always-on display and all of that and everything having to do with the display, if you turn everything off, the fingerprint is not going to activate when you touch where the fingerprint is. In other words, it's not like what you have on Samsung devices. So in order to be able to touch the screen and have it wake up to the fingerprint, you want to make sure that those things are not turned off. Now, I may be wrong, but it appears to me that some of these OnePlus phones are just Apple phones that got rebranded with the OnePlus logo. Since they are now one and the same, hence the reason it runs that color OS, even though they still call it Oxygen, but frankly, it's basically the color OS. And then, you know, in there, I also want to mention that the uh, accessibility is also found in the additional settings and things like that. So, it's a little bit different, and all those sounds it reminds me so much of the back then, you know, Samsung sounds when they were using the Nature UX, that water drops and all of that. It reminds me so much of that, and a lot of it looks like the Samsung One UI with a little bit of a difference. So if you don't want to get a OnePlus phone, you could get an Apple, and you'll be good. On the subject of responsiveness, I find the phone to be very responsive, running on that Qualcomm Edge Gen 1 Plus, and absolutely a beauty with that 16 gigs of RAM. So it's a great phone. If you want a phone for performance, this is the phone to get, and it will not disappoint you. I hope that you like this review of the OnePlus, and again, 
It's a great phone if you don't mind some of those minor issues that I have mentioned so far. So pretty good phone then, Warren? It is a good phone. Now, frankly, as I indicated in my review, it's a great phone with 16 gigs of RAM. I mean, it's a speed demon, uh, so to speak. Great phone. However, you know, some of the issues I've mentioned on there, for example, I'm an eSIMmer. I kind of like my eSIMs. And so it's not supporting that OnePlus has never supported eSIM. I don't know what they're w- waiting for. I mean, it's 2023. Come on, guys, give me a break. And still, they're not doing that. So I'm just kind of like, hey, you know, this is not for me. And even when I put in my, I found a physical SIM card uh, from Google Fi, you know, that was in my drawer. And I put it on, set it up, and it says, hey, you know, uh, some of the features on this phone may not work for you. You may not even be able to make calls in some places that you usually could. And sure enough, I tried to make a phone call and no go. I had someone try to call me, no go. So I just had to send baby back home to mama. But it's a great phone um, with that you know, color OS, they want to call it oxygen. It's no oxygen, it's color OS, but it looks so much like a Samsung UI in some ways, but you know, it's a great phone. If you like, if you've been wanting to get an Apple, but you're not sure as to whether or not an Apple phone would be accessible, you can be rest assured that it would be because the OnePlus and the Apple, basically the same thing. So it's a great phone. I like the feel of it. And um, I put it in a case absolute beauty it's absolutely wonderful looking phone feels so great but i just had to send it back it's a sad affair what was the problem with it to do with you being in the states do you think because i know you have some funny mobile technology that nobody else has no it would have worked with um if i had like att or it would have worked, but it's just because of Google Fi. Some phones are not working on Fi, and that's the reason why it did not work. Um, but I'm optimistic, had it been another carrier, it would have worked with no problem. I know that it's here on T-Mobile in the U.S. Um, they're the only carrier that carries the, the OnePlus phones. And the funny Google... thing is that, you know, Google Fi actually runs on T-Mobile, and why it didn't work is beyond me. Yeah, yeah. It, like CDMA, I could understand it not working with Verizon. You know, if it's a GSM phone, but yeah, that seems odd. Presumably, if it was Google Fee, it would have worked. And not well, of course. Fi. Yeah, of course yeah. it would. <laughs> so I know if it were Fee, you know, Fee, you would have made that thing work, right? Of course, so, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. For, for a monthly fee, obviously. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. which I, which you'd have to pay to me, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. of course yeah. I have to pay that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would. Thank you. And am I right in thinking that that One Plus Ten T doesn't have the slider switch? Is that right? The um, no, it do doesn't. You know? It doesn't have that slider. Uh, yeah. and, you know, you remember we talked about it uh, last mm-hmm. week, and they were saying, "Oh, mm-hmm. because wireless, whatever." They're liars. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of the speed, I can totally figure out how fast that phone is, even from the audio review that you you talked about. And about the Oppo phones, there are a lot of Oppo users here in Turkey, and there are a lot of issues with especially notification shade. There are a lot of unlabeled buttons. 
especially uh, if you want to toggle the Wi-Fi or Bluetooth and things like that. So I hope it's going to change. Oh, no, that's not good. And the one thing that kind of bothers me too was the one I mentioned about the uh, system navigation just uh, for example, you know, just trying to go home. I have to swipe so many times. And even when I changed uh, my launcher to the ruthless girl, um, it still did not work. And it just, I'm like, there's no way under heaven. So I had to, for the very first time, use a screen reader-based gesture, something I never do. Have you tried the clock app? It's totally inaccessible. I didn't even bother with it because yeah, I was that's a, pissed off. That's really <laughs> trouble. You need to install a third-party clock app because the native clock app, clock app on the ColorOS is not accessible. I wonder with the uh, with the, with the home gestures whether a few system gestures conflicting. So I know, I know it's not ColorOS, but on the MIUI, uh, I had to in order to be able to type the letter L on on the TalkBack Braille keyboard. I had to go in and yeah, disable. They some have gestures. those gestures to like three fingers long press or yeah, up and down. Yeah. You need to turn them on. Yeah, and I know that in ColorOS they have similar yeah, gestures. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder. I wonder whether there are any other few fingers swipey uppy gestures that pre- that prevented. Because obviously, with the site, you know, it, you take one finger off if you're a sighted user. So a one a one finger swipe up goes home. I wonder whether OnePlus had any conflicting gestures uh, that you had to disable in order to get that to work. I didn't see any conflict, but it's not that it doesn't work. You have to try so many times. It does work, but you have to, it doesn't no, it work. Eventually, you know, it? Yeah, okay. it will work. Um, but let's say, hey, I want to go home. I swipe it. it. It doesn't go. I have to swipe again and swipe again. And sometimes you're lucky. You try it once. It, it might, but it's just, I, I don't want such inconsistency. Oh, well, no, what that, what that is then, Warren, that's different because you've obviously had 10 pints. So when you go home first time, you end up in the kebab shop. Yeah, and exactly. You, you and might... I want to eat something, something yeah. from uh, Sally's so, house. So next, oh, next yeah. time, I next time like, maybe goes home. <laughs> next time, like, maybe gets you kicked out of the cab because you've been a naughty <laughs> boy. So, so it can I take was. a few times to get home. That can be it. That can be the problem. <laughs> well, you, 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 you could be on a pub crawl and uh, and enable the navigation bar before you get home. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> good one. And I, I didn't like that navigation bar because it reminds me of old Sammy, uh, where the uh, overview is to the left. You know, the, everything they they want well, to copy you can stamps that, in a way. You can you can turn that around. Yeah, I guess I could, but anyway, yeah. I, I don't use the nav bars. I rather would use I do. the uh, uh, you know I system tester. I don't. Yeah, I like me, when I'm when I'm on pub crawl and I enable the navigation bar, I always want to hit the back button. Not the yeah. home button. <laughs> exactly. Austin, you're a OnePlus man, aren't you? Or you used to be. Yeah, you and I was the OnePlus uh, fan, really. I used the OnePlus 6T device. And that time, the both the founders of OnePlus were in the company. And that OnePlus 6T and the OnePlus 7 Pro, these were the only two OnePlus devices I used. And both these devices, they were made like a tank. Those phones were thicker. Not the very thin phones of today, but they were slightly on the thicker side, but they could handle some really rough uh, handling. Today, then, as the founders left, unfortunately, the company's downfall started slowly, and now it is, again, stabilizing. But there are some uh, 
problems. I don't know if the U.S. Um, people have the problem or other countries people have the country uh, problem. But uh, in India, there is a problem of green tint. That is green lines on the screen after the update. And OnePlus has, uh, has told that there will be replacement of displays for free for a lifetime on some uh, devices. But then when they migrated to Color OS, a partner of Color and Oxygen OS, that time was the real deal breaker because for the OnePlus fans, OnePlus was known for Oxygen OS, which was really, really next to clean Android. And really, they had some nice uh, customization, the shelf and all those, and the alert slider. Who can forget that? But on some phones, they removed the alert slider. And uh, I never really held any OnePlus device after OnePlus uh, 7 Pro. That was a beast of the device. Both these OnePlus 60 and OnePlus 7 Pro will go down in history as my most favorite device after the Nokia 6600, uh, the Symbian phone, not, not any smartphone that Nokia has launched or will launch with the same number. But the Symbian phone and the OnePlus uh, devices are two devices that will go down in history as my favorite. Coming up next, our app of the week, in which we show you how to use the app and review its accessibility. You can submit your recording for this segment. Email it to us at contact us at blindandroidusers.com. And now we turn to our app of the week section where Mike Bernard shows us uh, the new nearby share Windows app and how that works in conjunction with your Android phone to transfer files between your PC and your phone. How you doing everyone? It's Mike here with you with another tutorial. Today I'm going to show you a simple way that you can copy files from your computer to your phone or phone to computer without the need for your USB cable. Now, just as a refresher, the system requirements are Intel R and M processor. You need Windows 10 or 11, 64-bit. And on the phone, you have to have Android version 6.0 or later. Now, when you're using Nearby Share with your phone and the computer, the two devices should be no further apart than 5 meters. And it's also a good idea if you use your existing Google account that you use on the phone. This helps when it comes to changing your settings and so forth. To download Nearby Share for the computer, you simply go to www.android.com slash better together slash nearby dash share dash A-P-P, and you can download it there. You don't have to download it on the phone because Android comes with it automatically. 
As part of this process, we're going to have to use Bluetooth on the phone and the computer. So I'll show you how to turn those on. Now the first thing I'm going to do is show you how to set up Nearby Share on the phone. And then we'll switch to the computer and I'll show you the layout over there. So now I'm going to unlock the phone. 441. Swipe with two fingers. Device unlocked. One UI home. We'll turn that up a little bit. I'm using my Olympus to record this. So now we're gonna we're going to uh, go to the apps page. Now I'm using an older phone, so um, I'm not necessarily going to tell you how to get the things like the apps page and the settings page. I'll tell you in general to go to these places, but because our phones are likely to be set up slightly differently, you just do whatever you do to get to these places. So I'm going to go to my apps page. Apps screen, page one of four. Home screen, page one of three default page. And now I'm going to swipe to the right until I get to settings. Amazon, one, settings. Custom actions, swipe up and down to select. And we'll double, double tap, tap this. Two finger. Settings. There we are. Here is where we will find an icon that may be labeled a little differently depending on your phone. We have to look for an icon called Google Settings. Now on my Galaxy J3 Achieve here, it's called Google Settings. On my S10, it's called Google Services. Now depending on how your phone is uh, configured, it may be called one or the other. So once you get into settings, if you swipe to the right and you hear anything that says either Google settings or Google services, that's the right one. Just tap on Google settings slash Google services. To get there, you just swipe to the right. Setting, search, Google, Google settings. Double tap to activate. Here we are. Google account. Showing items 1 to 10 of 16. Here we are in the Google Settings page. And now, once you get to the Google Settings slash Google Services page, again, you swipe to the right until you hear an icon named Devices and Sharing. Autofill. Backup. Devices and Sharing. Double tap to activate. Under this category is where we'll find nearby share. Now we double tap here. Showing items one to four of four. And we swipe to the right again. Devices, navigate up. Devices, nearby share. Double tap to activate. And we double tap. Nearby share. Showing items one to eight of nine. Here is where we'll definitely find the nearby share icon. So now I'm going to swipe to the right. Navigate up, nearby share, off, switch. Double tap to activate. Now we have to turn this on. On. There it is. So now nearby share is on. 
We'll swipe to the right until we get to visibility. Account and device, Mike B. Double tap to activate. Alrighty. We, this is my account. That's why you heard the garbled speech. Let's continue swiping through this window. Device name, Mike's phone. Double tap to activate. It says double tap to activate because you could change the name of this. Device visibility. Device assigned into can share with this device. Double mm -hmm. tap to activate. Now you can change the visibility. I'm going to go in here to show you what this looks like. Device visibility. Visible to nearby devices. Double tap to activate. This is visible to nearby devices. On. Visible to nearby devices. Switch. Double uh, tap to toggle. Okay. Visible to nearby devices. So we're good to go here. And now I'm going to turn on Bluetooth. There's different ways to turn Bluetooth on. I could do that in, in the settings, but I'm going to tell Assistant to turn it on for me. Okay, Google, turn on Bluetooth. Turning Bluetooth on. Google Assistant. Google Assistant. Showing items 1 to 3 of 14. So now I'm going to put the phone down. Now I'm going to go to Nearby Share on the computer. Blank. Title is Nearby Share. Now I'm going to show you the layout of Nearby Share. This is the Windows-based version of the app. And it looks a little different, but it's very accessible. I'll go through these one at a time. Support button. To activate, press space bar. This is the support button, and it's pretty obvious what you can find here. This is where you can get help articles, and there's a forum in there where you can ask questions. Settings button. Settings. This is where you can adjust the settings for the program itself. Signed in as Mike B. This is just a reminder letting you know that you're logged in as whatever you're logged in as. Receive from your devices button. This is set to receive from your devices. I've been messing around with this before recording this. But we're going to go in and change it in a minute. Link settings. And here's a settings link. This is where you can go in and turn on Bluetooth. Um, you can also add a Bluetooth device. Support button. And then it wraps back around to support. Now, one thing I got to remind you about Bluetooth. When you connect to Bluetooth, there's a code that I'm going to have to type into the computer. And I guess it's a security thing, but you're only allowed so much time. I think they give you like 60 seconds or so to connect. So I'll have to do it rather quickly, and hopefully you'll be able to pick up on what's going on 
based on what my screen readers are saying. And then for good measure, for completeness, I'll go back and explain to you what I did. So now let's go back. Settings button. Signed in as my settings button. To the settings button. Let's space bar. Space alert. Settings. Alert. Settings. And here's where I can change my visibility. Back button. To activate, press space bar. Support button. Device name Mike's PC rename button. To activate, press space bar. This is just you know the name of my PC for the program. I could change the name of this, but I'm not gonna do that. Save receive files to see. Users MBERN downloads change button. To activate press space bar. When I transfer a file from my phone to my computer, this is where it will go. And the same thing takes place in reverse. If I send a file from my computer to my phone, which is the point of today's tutorial, um, you will find that things go to the downloads folder as well. Device visibility only devices nearby that are signed into can share with this device button to activate press space bar. This is where we have to change this. Space alert. Device visibility. Alert. Device visibility. Back button. Support. Choose who can share with you your devices button. Back button. To activate, pre choose who can share with you your devices button. To activate, press space bar. Space. I hit space bar on this. Now I can change it. Everyone button. To activate, press space bar. Yes, for right now I want to set it to everyone. Space. Choose who can share with you everyone button. To activate, press space bar. Oh yeah. Use everyone mode temporarily for your privacy. Only your devices can share with you after a few minutes radio button check. To change the selection, press up or down arrow. Yeah, it will stay like that for a while, and then it goes back to the way it was. This is to avoid anybody messing with your stuff. Keep everyone mode on all the time, radio button not check. To change the But, if you're very confident and you know that everyone who share stuff with you is legit, then you can turn it on where it stays on all the time. Back button to active. I'll hit the back button. Space alert. Settings. Send use about nearby share. Oh. Send usage diagnostics data help improve nearby share. By this is just uh, an optional thing if you want to share information about the program to help them improve it. About nearby share version 1-0-9-9-3-0 button to activate press space bar. This is to find out information about the program. Back button. Space. Alert. Ready to receive. Alert. Ready to receive. And now here we are at the main screen again. Now I'm going to tab to the settings link. Signed in as my receive from link settings. Enter. Settings. Bluetooth other devices. Add Bluetooth or other device button to activate press space bar. And here's the button where you can add a device. Bluetooth button off to activate. And here is where I have to turn on Bluetooth. I got to turn it on on not only my phone, but also on my computer. 
Now I'll turn Bluetooth on. Bluetooth button. Off. Space. On. Alright. And now I'm going to stay within this window. Now we're going to come to a list of available devices. My PC is going to be one of them. And you'll see this as well. With Bluetooth, there's going to be a code that I got to type in. And I have to do it fast, unfortunately. Hopefully I'll be able to do this so that you can see how this is done. Once that code comes up, you got to be like, like that. I think they give you 60 seconds, but you, you got to really do it quick. And I'm hoping that the appropriate dialogue will come up on the computer here so I can do this. Listen carefully. Bluetooth other devices. Add Bluetooth or other device button to activate Bluetooth button. On. Add Bluetooth space. Device connection experience dialog. Wireless display or dock button to activate Bluetooth button. To activate press space bar. Space. Cancel button. List box. Galaxy J3 achieve. One of three. Enter. Galaxy J3 achieve. Press connect if the pin on Galaxy J3 achieve matches this 1875138 connect cancel. Galaxy J3 achieve. One of three. Selected. Connect button. Galaxy J3 achieve. Connect button. To activate press space bar. Passkey. 807. Cancel. Okay. Bluetooth. Connect button. Enter. Cancel button. To activate Show press space bar. One to nine of Cancel nine. button. To activate press space bar. Done button. To activate press space bar. New notification from settings. Setting up a device. We are setting up Galaxy J3 Achieve 1 of 1. Done button. Window. Device connection experience. Groove. Your device is ready to go. Done button. Enter. Bluetooth other devices. Add Bluetooth or other device button. To activate press space bar. Wow. How about that? It actually worked. I had to kind of jump around a little bit, but... I finally got it working. All right, so what I did there was I uh, new notification from settings. Device is ready. Galaxy J3 Achieve is set up and ready to go. One of one. Add Bluetooth or other Bluetooth button on to activate press nice. bar. Nearby share from Google. Blank. Select files button. Select folders button. So, yeah. I I had to kind of feel around for the button. I didn't have to type the code in after all, even though it did give me one. But you you may have heard Jaws say, uh, make sure that the code on your machine uh, matches what we gave you here. And... I went to the phone, I swiped, and I found that it did match, and I hit the OK button over there, I hit the Done button. I actually meant to say Connect button. Here on the computer, and it did a setup process, and... Screen turned off. Here we are. And you just heard just a moment ago, the, the voice said... 
you are set up and ready to go. So now, every time I turn on Bluetooth, my computer is going to be seen as J3 achieved. So all I have to do is select that and off you go. Sweet. What I'm going to do for you now is transfer a file from my PC to my phone and then from my phone to my PC. I am in the title is nearby share the nearby share window. I'm going to tab until I get to share file. First, we're going to do PC to phone. I'm going to tab until I get to share files. Settings button. Signed in as Mike B. Mahajlamish. button. Receive from your devices button. To active, select files button. To activate, select files. I'm going to hit the space bar. Space. Open dialog. I'm going to shift tab. Today expanded. Audio message Nikita. One audio message M4A. Audio message M4A. I'm going to hit the tab key. Header. Date modified split button. File name. Edit combo. One audio message M4A. Files of type. Open button. To hit open. Enter. Alert. Looking for nearby devices. Alert. Mike's phone. Alert. Mike's phone. And now it says Mike's phone, which is exactly where it's going to go. I'm going to shift tab. Cancel button to act. If I wanted to cancel this and not accept it, I could hit this. Mike's phone graphic. I'm going to hit uh, space bar on this. Alert. Mike's phone. Connecting. Al alert. Mike's phone. Sending. 3.9 kilobytes of 101.8 kilobytes bullet zero BS. 24 hours left. Alert. Mike's phone, sending, 3.9 kilobytes of 101.8 kilobytes bullet zero BS, 24 hours left, alert, Mike's phone, send, alert, Mike's phone, send. Yeah, this is JAWS, so there's a lot of babble. I don't know if you were able to hear my phone over here, but here's what it said. Received, from Mike's PC, first item, not in list. Yep. So this is the window that you get when you receive something. Received from Mike's PC. One audio message, M4A. Double tap to activate. And that's the name of the file. View downloads button. Double tap to activate. If I want to view the download, I'd hit this. Open button. Double tap to activate. If I want to open the file, I'd hit this. Open button. Last item. And this Double is the. Double tap to activate. This is the last uh, option here. So I'm going to swipe to the left to hit view. View one audio. View downloads. My files. Showing items one to two of two. Navigate up. One audio message. M4A from. Downloaded by nearby share. August 21, 4, 12 p.m., 102 kilobytes, in list, two items. Double tap to activate. Double tap and hold to long press. And there it is. Signed in as Mike B. Link learn more. Done button. To activate, press space bar. And now, I, on the PC, I tab to the done button. Hit space bar. Space alert. 
Ready to receive. Alert. Ready to receive. And now it's ready to receive again. This time I'm going to go to the computer. I mean the phone. Okay, Google. Open my files. In list. Free items. New notification from assistant. Recent files. Double tap to activate. Recent files. Um, I'm going to go in here. Recent files. Showing items one to three of three. And I'm going to try to find something in here. Navigate. Audio message underscore 6000 under. Audio message underscore 6000 underscore 001 dot armor. Last item. Row two. Column two. The thing about doing stuff on the phone sometimes, as you know, is... Sometimes you have to press and hold, and it's a little tricky for me. There we go. I don't know if you heard that, but when I pressed and hold on it, there was a little clicking noise, and that sound means that a dialogue has opened, thus allowing me to share this file or do other things with it. Double tap to activate. Yep, I could move this. Copy. Double tap to activate. I could copy it. Details. Double I, tap to activate. I could get details about the file. Share. Double tap to activate. And I can share it. I'm going to do that, so I'll double tap on share. Share. Showing items 1 to 5 of 6. Now the share dialog is open. I'll swipe to the right. Share. Nearby share. Double tap to activate. I'll use nearby Double share. Along. Nearby share. Mike's PC. Nearby share. It says Mike's PC. And that's just where we're going to send it. Nearby share. Audio message underscore 6000 underscore 001 dot armor. And that's the name of the file I'm going to share. Mike's PC. We'll double tap here. Mike's PC. Alert. Mike's, Mike's PC. phone. Connecting. Mike Alert. Mike's phone. Connecting. Alert. Mike's phone. Audio file received. Save to see. Users MVERN downloads. Alert. Mike's phone. Audio file received. Save to see. Users MVERN downloads. And that sounds about right. Done button. And now I'm at the done button. Done button. Dismiss button. Open button. Receive from your devices button. To activate, press space bar. Receive from your devices button. This is, uh, again, a JAWS thing. It, it doesn't really put you where you're supposed to be put. But the button we want to look for is... Open button. To act. Okay, no, we don't want to open it. Dismiss button. Dismiss, if I didn't want to do anything with this. For example, if this came from somebody that I didn't know, I would hit this. Done button. To but I do know where it's coming from, so I'll just hit done. Enter. Receive from your devices button. To activate, press space bar. Now if I go to the downloads folder. Search box. XPC. Enter. This PC. DDD. Downloads. On the PC. Enter. Downloads. 
Items view audio message 6001 AMR 8212023420 20 p.m. AMR file 1 kilobyte 1 of 216 And there it is Now let's see how things look on the phone Done button Double tap to activate Alrighty let's swipe to the left to see if there's anything we missed Mike's PC your laptop disabled uh, this is grayed out because the file has already been sent. So now I'm going to swipe to the right to get to the done button. Done button. Double tap to activate. And we'll double tap it. My files. And now we're back in my files. Well, there you have it, folks. This is how you connect your phone to your PC, and forward files in either direction from PC to phone or phone to PC. And note that we did all of this with no cables connected. You can still use USB if you want to, but if you need to send something and using the USB cable is just not convenient, or maybe someone wants to send you something, if they have nearby share, they can send stuff to you that way as well. Well, I hope this has been helpful for you. Thanks for listening. I'll see you in the next tutorial, whenever that is. Au revoir! Anyone want to say anything about that, particularly? I want to say that the text version of these tutorials available in Accessible Android, we posted it a few months ago, and it's a great addition to have this audio. Nice. Did Mike do that? I mean, not for the podcast, but did Mike, did Mike do that, Sally, or did someone else do it? No, someone else did that from here, yeah. from Turkey, and we translated them to English. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Coming up next is the tip of the week. Stay tuned for tips, tricks and more about Android. And we close this week with a tip of the week. And John Dyer shows you how to install the Google Assistant on a Galaxy Watch. Hi, John here. And today I'm going to show you the quickest and easiest way that I know of to get Google Assistant up and running on your Samsung Watch. And ironically enough, that is by using Bixby. So I already have my watch here set up, connected to my phone. Press and hold the home key. Download Google Assistant. Assistant. Google Assistant. And that brings up this. And I'm going to swipe to... Get started. Get started and double tap it. Continue on your phone. Google. Just a sec. Heading. Set up Google Assistant. Heading. And then this just popped up on my phone. Use your voice to send text. Manage your day and get quick answers on your watch. Send messages. Get quick answers and updates. Manager, you can turn off Assistant anytime in your settings. No thanks. Button. Set up. Button. Set up. Just a sec. Heading. Assistant. Just a sec. Hi. Voice match enrollment. Access your Assistant with a Google. Heading. Now I'm going to find... Assistant may activate when you didn't intend it to, for instance, when there is a noise that sounds like, hey Google. Skip button. I'm going to hit skip because I don't want it to be activated with the wake word. Google. 
Talk to your assistant with a button. Heading. Get right to your assistant from your watch's home key. Set this up in your watch's settings or in the Galaxy Wear app on your phone. Web fragment. Next button. Gonna hit next. Your assistant is set up. Heading. My assistant is set up. Try saying things like, okay, button. Just gonna hit okay at the bottom right. Google search button. And you're done. Now, if you want to assign it to a button, I'm going to show you how to do that. I'm just going to open Galaxy Wearables. Open Galaxy Wearables. Untitled. Home. SmartThings. SmartThings is running. Galaxy Watch. Then I'm going to John's find... Watch, watch settings, notifications, display, health, wallet. Watch settings... Watch settings. Navigate up button. Gonna go down to advanced. Advanced features, home button, gestures. Advanced features. Navigate up button. And. Advanced features. Search button. Disconnection alerts, none. Get alerts when your watch loses its Bluetooth home button. Under the home button heading. Double press, go to most recent app. I want to, you can change. Press and hold Bixby. Press and hold from Bixby to Google Assistant if you want to, but. I want to leave that as Bixby and change. Double press. Go to most recent app. Change double press. Double to press. Google Assistant. Navigate up button. Double press. Features. Go to most recent app. Accessibility shortcuts. My exercises. Apps. Alarm. Assistant. Not selected. So I'm just going to select Assistant. Advanced features. Navigate up button. I'm going to close my phone. Screen off. So you could do that. You can set that setting from either on the phone or on the watch. I just did it on the phone. Now I'm going to turn on my watch screen. 2.33 p.m. And just double press. What's the weather? Right now in Chesapeake, it's 80 degrees and partly cloudy. Today, it'll be mostly sunny, with a forecasted high of 80 and a low of 66. So as you can see, just like that, Google Assistant is up and running. I hope that's been helpful to you. I think the main comment to make about this is that you actually have to install Google Assistant on a Galaxy Watch. Like, why isn't it on it anyway? Don't you think, Warren? Samsung is being stupid. Like I said, they're the big boys in the room and they do whatever they feel like doing. I thought that, yeah, you know, after the Galaxy Watch 4 and it didn't come with it. Took it like almost a year for our assistant to finally come to it. One would think that by now it should just come built in, but I'm surprised that even with the Galaxy Watch Six, one still has to go install it. That is absolute uh, stupidity on the part of Samsung. Samsung, if you're hearing BAU, uh, clean up, man. And I mean, it wasn't. It's not very difficult though. No, but still, it should be on it, shouldn't it? It's, exactly. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I look at it going. I keep Bixby on the watch, only because there's certain features that it integrates with, like with Samsung Health and stuff like that. But if I could, I'd rather have Google my default assistant, if only it would integrate with Samsung Health, so it could actually start my workouts and stuff like that. So it's like, why should? Why do we have to have two different? assistance on the same device to get the same stuff done it just yeah, does a, not make any sense to me like it's a bit silly keep it consistent like put google on get rid of bixby let's face it 
everybody hates Bixby. <laughs> I don't mind Bixby routines. I use Bixby routines, but yeah, but, I, I can get behind those. But but the it's, it's, it's the, uh, Cam, the problem is Samsung is like they feel like we're big players in Android and we want to have our own signature on. And this is why we still have this problem of, uh, you know, Samsung Talkback versus Google Talkback. By golly, Samsung, just put accessibility stuff, just use the one from Google, especially the screen reader, and just call it good. But like, it's just, it doesn't make any sense why we're in the same, in this position continuously. When Talkback with Google and Talkback and Samsung are literally being made as a joint process. It doesn't make sense why Talkback is now still completely separate versions with the two, basically with Google and Samsung, yet they're the same damn program. It doesn't make any sense. Why do we keep going back in this continuous circle? Yeah, Either, I mean, at least, at least like, when we had voice assistant, you could just swap between them and go, okay, this is Talkback exactly. from Google. And that's that's the other You can't even swap between them now, which is really annoying. All good things must end. Thus, it's curtain drawing time, bringing us to the close of this week's episode. Coming up, though, we give you information on how to get hold of us. That brings us to the end of the episode for this week, folks. Austin, how do people get in touch with us? To contact us, you can send an email to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. You can join our mailing list by sending an email to blindandroidusers plus subscribe at groups.io. You can join our Telegram, Facebook, Discord, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. The links for everything will be at the bottom of the show notes and also in the video description of the YouTube channel. And also the links are in the websites panel of the YouTube channels. Well, thank you very much for listening. Say bye-bye to the nice people. Sally. Bye-bye. Bye, nice people. Sally. Bye, nice oh, sorry. <laughs> bye, bye. Bye, everyone. We love you guys. Bye, bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Blind Android Users Podcast. Until we see you next week, don't forget to leave us your comments and suggestions via our email contact or using any of our social media sites. Have a great week.